0: You're listening to a podcast from the Finnish Football Show.
1: Welcome to the Finnish Football Show. Uh, we're just two of us this week um, for a variety of reasons we won't go into. Uh, I'm Rich, escaped to Swarm and I'm joined by Keke. Hello Keke.
0: Terve. Moi moi. Yeah, Finnish Football Show light this week. There's only only the two of us. But no, good to see you, mate.
1: Yeah, you too. It's the uh, the English branch who are in charge today. We're, uh, yeah... We'll blame the time zones or something. But, uh, yeah, I think this week we'll, we'll have a little chat about the the out fixtures from the end of March that uh, you attended as a member yep. of the representative press, uh, the upcoming Helmerit fixtures, the World Cup qualifiers, and we'll talk about the Vecals Liga season that started uh, Saturday just gone. with Six games, six more games to come. So we'll have a little chat and we'll see how we go. But, uh, Keke, you've uh, you spent five nights in lovely Mercia in Spain watching finland uh, how was it
0: i did i did not um not been to Mercia before it was uh, yeah interesting interesting city not too many holiday makers but yeah a uh, few of us finland fans descended on the city i'm um, yeah i've got my spanish style kit on and i'm drinking me, drinking me, other beers are available drinking me, uh, me san miguel i'm i'm fully spanished up now but um but no it was a, it was a good trip a uh, few of us traveled as i said um yeah, nice city, bit of tapas, and then, then, uh, then the football. I mean, um, we made our way out to the out to the sort of out of town stadium, for, uh, the the Real Mercia stadium, and um, I couldn't believe it. Apparently, this Real Mercia, are like a, a third division outfit, but the ground was absolutely fantastic. It was, um, yeah, really, really nice. And we headed in there, and uh, yeah, sort of uh, made a. Made my way out to the press box, as you do. But, um, but yeah, at, the, at that point, it was just me and the UEFA delegate. And I didn't really fancy chatting to him too much. So, um, yeah, I watched the, watched most of the game from the fan section. And first game, I mean, um, it was... We started really brightly. of Pukki scored after, I think it was 10 or 11 minutes. Um, first thoughts, really, it was because the stadium was so... I mean, there was a, probably a couple of hundred in there, but, in a sort of you know, 18, 20, 25, whatever thousand seat stadium it was, it re- you really could sort of hear a pin drop and um and the, the best the best thing about it was really sort of hearing hearing the team talk to each other. You know, I mean Yesy and started in goal for that first game and you could really hear him sort of Almost orchestrating from the back, telling telling his defenders what he wanted, you know, giving the old man on shouts and all that. So it it really was an interesting perspective as a, as a fan to um, to watch the game in that sort of situation. But yeah, it was uh, we started brightly, as I said, and we and you know rubbing the old hands together, thinking this will be this will be nice, nice to uh, nice to give Iceland a slap, and then they um, they managed to pull one back, and and the game ended one one. But there were some bright spots. I mean. Uli Uli Toliver played his first his first game I, I think you said Rich, he's, he's not even got a Vakas league a minute to his name yet
1: well yeah he, got, he made his debut on uh, on saturday just gone yeah. so yeah so he's played for the national team before uh, before playing in the top flight he's um he did pretty well i think to be honest uh, left he did um, sorry um in defense he I think he, he was a little bit rash to start with I think getting getting used to the pace of international football although he spent i suppose a uh, spent most of last season with Rops and um it was an interesting side because I think as the vague as Palolita mentioned afterwards uh, with the debuts this took him over 1000 players yep. now have played across the Hukia and the Helmerit since they've existed so you had uh, Ulitolva made his debut uh, starting as did Miro Tenho and yep. then uh, Soycello came off the bench uh, in the second half, but it was a it was an interesting team because you had obviously some of the first choice players. You had O'Shaughnessy, Lord, uh, Tamapuki, of course, Shula um, as captain, and Puki's goal was really well taken. I think um, when I, sh- I shared a video clip of the goal, and um, I mean it's a little dummy and a nice one-on-one, yeah, but really clinical finish. And I think a lot of the Norwich fans who followed my twitter account looked at it and kind of went see that's what happens when you play to your centre forward strengths yeah um and i mean there's a there's a bit of noise around what what Tamil's future will be come the summer if, uh, if norwich do go down but um it was an interesting side and and i think um in the second half uh, river made a few changes but um it's a shame after a good start iceland kind of got back into it again and it really did have that feeling of a a friendly away from home for both teams. There's a bit of a shame, but um Yeah, you know. I mean it,
0: it it quite obviously was a friendly game. It quite obviously was a I mean there were one or two tackles sort of flew in, but but yeah, it, it was quite obviously one of them ones where you know that neither neither side the players don't want to come out with an injury. Do you know what I mean? So um yeah, it wasn't wasn't played at a snail's pace or anything, but yeah, it was um you know, maybe the maybe the intensity wasn't quite there that we would see in a competitive fixture.
1: Yeah, I think you we're kind of in that boat at the moment, aren't we? Where when you come in towards the end of March, and some of the players in the squad will have played a full season in one of the larger leagues, and then a lot of the players won't have played a competitive game because we're at the start of the season in in the Nordic League. So. It's um, it's another time. I, I mean, I know exactly why it's in the calendar, but to to get a mix of players in such different shapes and conditions and, and backgrounds it's um, hey ho. It was uh, yeah, it was a it was a good game and it was, a, it was a great goal by Pukin. Nice to see the young players. But uh, yeah, a few days later we had um, Slovakia, so that was a, a different experience.
0: It was. I mean, um, we went into that went into that hopeful, really. Um, yeah, I mean, the side, Rudzinski came in. Um, yeah, you know, we we was we was sort of chatting amongst ourselves, would would Ericsson get a nod, you know, having having sort of come all that way, been part of the squad, this sort of game, you know, a practice game for want of a better word. So would, would Ericsson get a nod? But yeah, Rodetsky started again. You could hear him at the back, you know, telling the defenders what to do and um and doing their bit. And uh, yeah, it was nice to see nice to see Robert Ivanov get a um, get a start, like a um, big fan of him. So um so, yeah, it was good good to see him play, but yeah we uh, ultimately ultimately the, the the Slovaks come on to come out on top and we went down to know I mean the first goal, poor old Robert Ivanoff, it sort of took a bit of a bit of a deflection off of his shoulder, I think it was, and that sort of took it past Rodetsky and then um if you watch if you watch the the second goal, yeah strike a sort of as a little s- snapshot and uh I think look Luka- Thinks it might be going wide, but it just sort of sneaks in, sneaks in the post with him sort of rooted to the spot, watching it. But um, but yeah, I mean, it it it, it is what it is. The result's the result. But you know, the boys had a bit of a run out again. There was um, it, it, a again, it was a mixed up side. Really, you had you had a few more regulars, and and then you you some other players as well. Marcus Force started. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was nice to be there, mate. And um, and fair play to the players. Even even in defeat, they come over and they give us all a give us all a good reception and a and a clap and and let us know that they appreciate that we that we'd travelled out there. So it was um yeah it was it was a good experience all that.
1: Yeah, and um again, sort of looking at it as as preparation for the Nations League fixtures, we've got four games in ten or eleven days, in uh, at the start of June, and it's really going to be packing them in then and, and I think this is kind of where these these players who are not first eleven players but are going to be getting those minutes. I mean force I mean he's not he's done all right at Hull. I think he's, he only scored the once though, hasn't he so far? Yeah. Um you know players like him hopefully in the next six weeks or so is the, the English season and, and most of Europe starts to wind down. Um hopefully some of these players getting a little bit better Nick uh, MLS has just started as well. Uh, and players hoping that come the start of June, they're not exhausted, you know, players, you know, vital players like Glenn Kamara, Teyma players like that. Um, Poyan Palo, of course, has done really well on loan in Turkey. Um, yep. And he's got a season left in Leverkusen. But yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a busy time, you know, when, when we come up to those fixtures. And um, it'll be interesting to see, again, how Rive uses the squad. And, and I guess this is the these are the games where he kind of looks at those fringe players. You know, Santeri Hostika started against Slovakia. Yep. Uh, Lingman, I think that was his debut, wasn't it, last week? Um, yep. You know, so it's it's nice to see these players getting involved, at least, and getting in that squad because, you know, we've had a lot of change in the last eight, eight or nine months since the Euros, you know. A lot of those big names have gone, so there's some big shoes to fill. And, you know, if, if we can get people stepping up, uh, Nisila looked good again when he came on. And, um, yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Come June, I'm sure we'll be back and talking all about it.
0: That's it. I mean, um, yeah, that second game, Raz Rasmus Schuller came on in the second half and yeah, looked looked decent again. You know, he's he had a, he's he's obviously they've just kicked off in Sweden, as you said, but um yeah, the cracking game last night for your but yeah, he looked the part. I mean, um yeah, he, Uranen, um, Yari he he did well, he did well on 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 the in the defence there by the by the same token I think Nikolai Alho struggled a little bit. He was he was brilliant going forward, but the um, the Slovak guy seemed to have his number when he was when he was Nikolai was trying to defend against him. But um, but yeah you know it's uh, again it's these experimental games he's um Rivas Rive's put these these starting 11s together yeah, I'm sure we'll see some more you know
1: so one other thing we're going to talk about in the uh, with our international hats on is uh, the Helmerit return uh, this week with uh, their they resume their World Cup qualifiers and we've got uh, a couple of big ones coming up. We've already talked about um, last time some of the ticket offers, but in terms of the fixtures coming up, uh, you're our man in the know about these things. Uh, who have the ladies got?
0: Yeah, mate, they've got um, they've got Slovakia and Georgia coming up. Um, yeah, little double header. The, uh, the girls are away in Slovakia at the moment, getting preparing for that game. I mean, um, they'll be confident. The uh, that those they won both those reverse fixtures. So um, yeah, they kicked off the campaign with a two-one win over Slovakia. So even though it's away this time, I'm sure they'll be sure they'll be full of confidence going into that game. And yeah, and then we had a uh, the 3 0 win away in Georgia. You remember that one? We spent a little well, they bit of
1: were time. Terrible, weren't they?
0: <laughs> well, well. I
1: jinxing it now, aren't I? but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, Georgia were were poor, and, and Finland were excellent. And I think it, they'd been a bit more clinical would have thumped them. And and Georgia, from memory, have been on the end of a couple of poundings. Um, was it eleven nil? I think they lost to 11, Ireland.
0: Yeah, eleven nil. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, um, so... <laughs> yeah be an interesting one. I think they they the Paraly to to their credit have been really building up, trying to get people into that game, uh, next week, just to really kind of get that attendance going get that buzz going. Cause I think, um, there's only one or two more games then before the Euros. Start That's it. Yeah. It's summer. just,
0: it's just these two games. And then, and then we kick off the Euros. So, um, so yes, uh, one of those ones, we spoke about it before, but yeah, you've got the, uh, these world cup qualifying games and then, then the Euros and then the, the rest of the rest of the campaign. But, um, yeah, exciting times. I mean, squad, squad-wise, it looked it's a pretty settled squad as you as you would expect. I mean, um, yeah, uh, Katarina Tallaslatti has come in um, as the third goalie, so that'll be a massive, massive, decent experience for her. It's good, um, good to
1: see her getting involved because I mean, she's been at big. I mean, she was at Bayern Munich, she was at Leon, so yeah. fake, I mean, she's got a Champions League winners' medal, a bit uh, <laughs> from the bench when they won it uh, last year, or year. Before, yeah. And, I mean, she's still really young, and she's been around Europe a lot. I mean, she's playing regularly now in France. But um, again, Finland producing quality goalkeepers of both genders.
0: There you go. And as you say, Rich, like the um, the league league formats similar as the men. You have got some some of the girls are coming into their starting their Nordic leagues, and uh, and others have played full seasons in elsewhere in, in Europe, etc. So, um, see, I mean the uh, Damals Fence Gang kicked off at the weekend and we had Ellie Pickle, yamsa and Amanda and both scoring for uh, for their club Kiforeba and um, sorry about the Swedish pronunciation i probably crucified that just call them K-I-F from now on but um, but yes yeah, it's just, uh, all, all all the girls across the Damals Fence Gang had really decent performances so um, so yes yeah, exciting one should be should be looking forward to it the game's on Friday I believe yes uh, yeah so it's a nineteen thirty kick off our time, which makes it what's that, twenty one thirty in mm, Finland. Yeah, it's late. Yeah. Mm. Um,
1: but, and um, then yeah, Georgia at home on the on Tuesday the twelfth, and yeah, that's a four fifteen our time. So yeah, six fifteen, eighteen fifteen Helsinki time is at the Bolt Arena. Yeah.
0: And, so if uh, you can if you can brave yeah. the snow in case brave you brave the springtime snow sprinkling and get yourself down to the Bolt Arena. Yeah, we'll um, yeah, should be should be a good good should be a good one that against Georgia. I'll yeah. hopefully see a few goals.
1: Hopefully they'll have sorted out the stadium issues that we'll no doubt talk about at, uh, at Hoiyko's first game in the Vegas League at the weekend. But uh, yeah, no, it's great. And and I've just noticed as well, um, they've arranged they a, a Finland a, be playing a friendly against Japan in oh, Toru. Yes. sorry. Uh, before before the Euro, so that'll be because I mean Japan are one of you know that they're the elite level. Mm-hmm. Women's teams, aren't they? I mean, I think did they win the World Cup or the Olympics? Uh, maybe in the last ten or twelve years. So, you know, top top quality opposition there. And obviously, when we'll be talking at length about the Euros starting in July. I mean, we'll we'll be going to the three group games in Milton Keynes. One of us will be boycotting the city of Milton Keynes completely. But Alamark But um, yeah, and. Yeah, We'll going into that at length, and uh, yeah, it'd be great to see because I think these these two World Cup qualifiers are, are pretty crucial. Because I think with, with Sweden kind of leading the group and Ireland having that advantage from the win in the autumn, yeah. it's um, yeah definitely need to get get back on track with those. When when you think that the the final two games in the group are away to fin away to Ireland and at home to Sweden in September, so it's really um, crunch that they get hopefully six points on the board going into the summer.
0: Yeah, that's it. You know, so yeah, wish the girls well. We'll be we'll be tuning in on Friday to make sure that they uh make sure we see what all the action and um yeah, we might might be have a have a little few uh few minutes of reporting back on that in our next show.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll do. So um I suppose this will be the um if I was able to do it, and I'm sure producer Mark will be able to add some sort of half time whistle in, It's um it'd be nice. i see unfortunately Mark Hayton with his vocabulary, his profanosaurus of Finnish football words is unavailable tonight. But uh, what we will do is we will do a uh, a following, which I haven't done for a while, and um, just to say uh, hello and thank you and a follow to uh, Charlotte Patterson, who is on Twitter, at Kirkby Hazard, who uh, somehow managed to listen to every single episode of the Finnish football show in, I think it was about seven weeks.
0: Yeah bear,
1: bear in mind, it's taken us seven years to record that. <laughs> it's um, it's quite some effort and i know she um she, she does a lot of, she does um things for football manager and and she has a lot of grasp on on women's football and, and football around the world so um thank you charlotte and your dedication has not gone unnoticed it's um yes i was amazed i mean even i can't listen to him and i'm on them.
0: <laughs> no thank you charlotte that was brilliant so yeah give. If you're if you're listening to this, anyone else, get out on Twitter and give Charlotte a follow because she, yeah, she knows what she's talking about when it comes to uh, football and also podcasts.
1: Tell you what, I think mean, maybe we'll speak to see if we can speak to her about. Um, she's into, like, she has a lot of knowledge around Japanese and Asian football, so maybe we'll talk to her before there we good. Go. Sorted, assuming she says yes. Anyway, so um, second half, we've had our oranges and our alcohol-free beer, as he says, holding his can of Bavaria from Sainsbury's. Um, so the Vekhaus Liga 2022 season kicked off on Saturday. We we didn't really get round to doing a preview, thanks to these uh, international break and, and other commitments. But is um, it's an interesting start to the season, wasn't it?
0: It certainly was, mate. It certainly was. I mean, um, there's all us and, and everyone else in Finland's been eagerly looking forward to and anticipating the start of the Vague House Liga season. But uh, after just one game, someone who's involved in the in the game has had enough and packed his bags and cleared off. So, I mean, breaking news, Rich. Well, yeah. Tell
1: us. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, of um, course, coach uh, Bernardo Tavares, who was uh, signed in the summer, he replaced friend of the show back in Gomez, uh, as he went to Uh He's come in... Um, I think one of the main kind of trumpeted things about him was he did the same UEFA coaching badges as Nuno Espirito Santo, the uh, Tottenham legend that nearly uh, got him relegated. And um, yeah, after one league game, they lost to Saini at the weekend after taking the lead. Uh, he's resigned for family reasons, apparently, and well, uh, that, that might come out of wash it'll be interesting to see what happens there because he'd assembled a, a Portuguese-speaking coaching staff. Uh, obviously, they have signed a high-profile Portuguese player too. Uh, these things often seem to go at the same time, so I'm not saying I know what the finish for House of Cards is, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll follow that with glee because it's bad timing and obviously you can't you can't if your family don't settle or whatever the family reasons are, who knows? But um yeah, it's uh, not really what they wanted after a, a big upheaval in, in the winter. But uh, that's what you get for losing at Assyor. No,
0: it's 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 a shame. I mean, um I've said many a times I, I was I was gutted to see Wachim Gomez leave Helsinki, of course, and um and I, I really hope that this, what they'd built there in his time would would carry on, but yeah, this is a this is another bit of a blow to them. I just hope that whoever's running the show there can can get it sorted out quickly and uh, and it doesn't harm the club too much. But yeah, like you say, Rich, will the, will our you know our multi Europa League winning goalie hang about, or or will will that will that exit door see a few more people run through it? I, you know, we'll we'll wait and see. But I uh, I wish uh, Hoi F Court all the best.
1: Yeah, so it would be, it'd be interesting to, to see where that goes. Uh, the speculation's already rife around who's going to take over. It may be a little bit early yet. But um, uh, Hoikor kicked off the season with a win in the first game, the home to Honka. Um, I mean, we've joked on social media and our WhatsApp group around Hoiko's, um drive to improve standards of fan experience and so forth. I think their new sort of catering guru is a Michelin-star winning chef who, I think to particular exception to the sausage cup yes. that was served, albeit not not at their stadium, but and the um, Olympia Stadium last year, and said something like, over my dead body. Now I wonder if they'd have warmed his dead body last last weekend, because pretty much everything that could have gone wrong did at the ground. Yes. Um, the pipes froze, which meant they had to close most of the toilets. Uh, they also couldn't have running water in certain parts. The food, uh, the catering, apparently the Machines being installed were of the wrong kind, so they couldn't use them, and huge queues to get in. And I mean, bear in mind the stadium—I think was less than half full for the game—and people were still queuing well after the kickoff to get in. So uh, they've apologized and promised they'll do better. But uh, yes,
0: Aki, if you're listening, what's going on, mate? Sort it out <laughs> before we come over in the summertime, yeah? Yeah. Getting... I'm, I'd, I'd, I'd happily have a sausage cup. Do you know what I mean? It's better than nothing. Got
1: it. <laughs> We're not snobs. Will be the last not time I was time. there. I think um, I had a coffee that was served by Satan. It was the worst thing I've ever put in my mouth, and that's saying something. So,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, um, and yeah, and no, I mean a couple of other interesting games as well. With cups, um, beat Inter at home. Asico, as we yep. said, uh, came from behind to beat uh, Helsingfjord, and uh, in the process got their coach rid. Uh, Hacker started well. They um, beat Ilves two one. In a uh, bit of a grudge match, there. Uh, VPS on their return got a Desmond at home to AC Olu. Yep. Lovely goal, lovely goal in that. I don't know if you saw it from uh, Riku Sellander.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Uh, nice effort. Absolute rocket. Yeah,
1: and, uh, and the other game, which um, Maryham drew 0 0 at home to Lahti, but um, that was memorable for two visiting Lahti fans getting ticketed and fined for urinating at the Russian embassy on Ireland so uh, there you go. fair fair play I and mean, I think they said they'd do it again if they had the chance good on him. Um, one thing we 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 didn't mention because it's happened after last episode was um, last year have signed Albion Ademi from yes. Newgarden on loan um, for the first part of the season anyway so it's, it's a shame things didn't work out particularly well for him there I think it was 2020 he scored 14 goals for Mariham uh, earning his move to Sweden and uh I think there were some issues in struggling to settle over there. And maybe the, I think one person at one point, there was one quote saying that he was kind of playing for himself and not for the team. And I think he was trying to do it all a bit, you know, that kind of Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo style stuff. So hopefully a move back to Laftey will get him his uh, his confidence. And yeah, he's done well. But no, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we, we jest about Lati being the the most mediocre club in Finland, but um, well, he will certainly I'll...
0: liven them up, won't he? You know what I mean? Will. He's um, mm. he's he's a skillful player. He's a, he's a mm. yeah a, a a baller if you like. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So um, so yeah, well, he, he should liven them up a little bit. But yeah, opening day nil nil. FC Lahti. There you go. <laughs> yeah,
1: who who had that one? But um, one thing I have mentioned on the on Twitter actually is uh, a lot of people have asked about Lahti's away kit. Oof. Which is a very nice sort of burgundy gold trim number. Uh, nice. It's now now available in the club shop. I'm not on commission. I will probably be buying one myself. But um, yeah, it's available. It's uh, yeah, sixty pound for a replica and a hundred quid, hundred euros for uh, the sponsored with all the patches and stuff. You it's gotta go safe, for the, yeah.
0: you gotta go for the sponsored one. And, yeah, uh, it's an absolute wanna... belter. Yeah, it's an absolute it belter shirt. that jersey. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we didn't really talk about the kits this season, but um yeah, I mean like when you look at Ilves and Asiko have semi-custom Adidas kits as well in yeah. their colourways, it's um yeah, it's nice to bear in mind some of the the generic dross that is the kits in Finland. It's nice to have a couple of nice ones. Yeah. Um coming up and say, assuming this goes out before um before Friday, we've got um yeah, some some interesting uh, fixture changes. Uh, sorry, well, there's so a on, there's, there's a game Thursday, on Thursday, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so in this second round of fixtures, um, we've got six matches. Four of them are being played elsewhere than than they should be because of various. I mean, it's mostly weather related, and the pitches aren't ready. And to be honest, the, the, it's still been snowing, isn't it? I mean, we can see from <laughs> producer Mark's Instagram; it's very um, pleasant to look at, I'm sure. But uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Not maybe not conducive to
1: playing football. No, so much for a summer league, eh? But uh, yeah, get the
0: old Honker orange playing... ball out. Oh, well,
1: that'd be nice, wouldn't it? But then I think, from experience of seeing a lot of um, the Swarman Cup games, they're still playing with a white ball. Yeah. So spot the ball. Yeah, we should bring that back. But um, yeah, so Thursday you have got Honka hosting Hacker at the Bolt Arena, as mentioned. The uh, Larties game at, uh, against VPS has is being played in Vasa. Because I think there's uh, the Kisapuista, their kind of reserve stadium, is not; they're not allowed to host games there. It's basically not up to code. So they're moving all the way to Barca. And I don't know if they're flipping the fixture so it's effectively becoming home yeah. home game for Barca or not. I don't know. Um, Inter against Asiolo is being played in uh, Valkiakoski at Hacker Stadium. And then um, so is Ilves against Cups on the same day. So you've got two oh, games... Well Two games in uh, in Valgeir in neither of them involve FC Haka. There you so, go. Yeah, it's um crazy, really, but uh, it's the the reason do for the what do, Yeah, we're getting played. Um, the alternative is what play them indoors, which is no is pain. fun for fun for cup games, but um, yeah, yeah it's a bit a uh, bit of a strange one, but um, but yeah, it's been a an interesting start to the season, is it?
0: Yeah, sure has, mate. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who would have who would have picked out those results. I mean, you know, you yeah, you you would have you would have you would have banked most of those, I suppose. But yeah, it was it's nice to see plenty of goals, plenty of goals going in, two goals in most games at least, you know. Um so yeah, it was uh, it certainly was a, a great start. I mean um, yeah lovely to lovely to watch the highlights and see some of those crackers that that flew into the net. And uh, yeah, look forward to the second round. Got the um EF Corps derby as well, Helsinki EF Corps taking on EF Corps Mariaham. So um let's see if uh, let's see if the, the Reds of Helsinki have got themselves a manager before then. But um but no, yeah, looking looking forward to it, mate. It's so it's nice to have nice to have the Vakehouse League back.
1: Yeah, and so we've got the uh, Ukanen coming back. I mean, it's the 18th. Is it the 18th or um, a little bit later? But um, one thing we thought we'd mention that um, we didn't talk about when we talked about the Swarman Cup, which has been played this weekend, the, the third round kicks off. And um, uh, Apollo, who we mentioned in the previous episode, who are kind of like a Saini old boys club, I suppose, mm. we could put it that way. Um, now, they're in the sixth division, in the Koutanen, and they were drawn against um, Kokola who play in the Ukaden, so effectively the first division. Um, one thing, we, we're still waiting for confirmation, but one of Apollo's players who scored in their victory in the last round, was in, in the first round, uh, is the manager of the team they're playing on yeah. Saturday. Um, we are trying desperately to find out what the score is, well, we know what the score is. What's actually happened? is he going? To, is the opposing manager going to be playing for the home team? <laughs> Has that ever happened before? I wonder.
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah we play yeah.
1: player managers, don't we? But yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's bonkers, isn't it? But um, yeah, mate, uh, it's one of those only in Finland. But um, but yes, yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> if if, if, I don't know what to say, mate. I mean, if yeah, if you if you feel like you still want to stretch your legs and and play for a, a, what's ultimately a bit of a vets team, and um, but you've also got a job as a manager of another club, uh, you know, and then they've just come out the hat and been drawn against each other. It's uh, you couldn't make it up, really. But no, watch this space. We'll um, yeah, we'll keep an eye on the social media. As soon as we have any news as to what might be happening. Um, we'll, uh, we'll share it I suppose Well, One of
1: the things I noticed last week um, uh, I, think it was, I think it was still a second round fixture was that um, Asikor's technical director and former player Richie Dorman is mm. playing for uh, Sibo EF in the Colmanon and they played Abese in Vasa and it ended up being 4-3 and then Richie actually scored one of the goals so he retired from I suppose top level football a couple of years ago now but uh, yeah, it's nice to know that it's quite a common thing. I think there was an incident last year when was it Hoyos' women's team manager? He was disciplined by the Palolito because he was suspended from playing because of totting up yellow cards that he received as a player in the men's fourth or fifth division. It was so effectively he was serving a ban for men's football, which then subsequently covered him managing a women's team in the top division. so Oh, man. Um, I mean, that, that loophole in the rules has been closed now. But, um, but even so, it just goes to show that, you know, there, there is a lot of crossover in these uh, these games. And you can't be too careful, I guess, if uh, Antonio Conte or Pep Guardiola decide to turn out for the dog and duck 11 and they progress in the FA Cup, we uh, we might be snooping and have a similar situation here one
0: day. That's it. You never know. You never know. But that's that's why we love Finnish football. You know what I mean? It throws up these uh, throws up these anomalies, and um, yeah, we love to cover it.
1: <laughs> well, um, I tell you what we'll do. We'll we'll leave this episode here. We'll um, we'll come back. We'll maybe we'll have a little chat after the Helmerik games next yeah. week, and 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 talk about where the land lies for the World Cup qualifying ahead. of there, uh, and then hopefully the next time we're we'll, all together, we'll have a good catch up around. Bakehouse Liga and the transfers and you back and, and have a real sort of throw everything out of it kitchen sink jobby
0: but, uh... no that's it yeah hopefully hopefully we can get the other two back um, from whatever it is they're doing but um, but no it's been good to talk to you mate I mean um, yeah ultimately Spain was a fantastic trip I mean um, me and the boys had a good time and uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was great. It was great to see the Hulkiat play. As I say, it was a fantastic experience. It was, um, it was good to spend a little while in the old, in the old press box and see how the, uh, see how the professionals, <laughs> see how the professionals do it. And, um, and yeah, you know, the, uh, to be honest yeah, here, no, but you know, at didn't, they didn't plan to go there to, to lose or, or draw these games, did they? Nobody plans for that. But I don't think that, I don't think they should be, or I don't think they were too, you know, Disappointed or downhearted. I mean, it's obviously a, a bit of a blow. But like everyone says, you have got to shake it off and moved on to the next game. And ultimately, it was a, it was a, a couple of friendlies. So I'm sure the oh you know I'm I'm sure the training camp as a whole did them good, even if uh, even if they were on the, the wrong end of a, of, a, of that two 0 against Slovakia. But yeah, it was it was fun to be out there.
1: And you got got us featuring the Hukats official highlights
0: video as well. Yes, yes. That was um that was pretty good. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was yeah, they they put out there, well to be honest, with you, there was only an handful of us there. So it was um yeah, it was uh, it was hard not to be featured really. But no, it was um yeah, it was nice. It was nice and uh, yeah, there's a there's a bit of a there's a thanks for clipping that for us, Rich, cause there's a little meme going about a few WhatsApp groups now with the old thumbs up with me and Marco Sarek. So um yeah, a little a little gif going. Going live, but um, but no, it was good fun, mate.
1: Oh, nice. well. Well, uh, welcome back, and um, yeah, we'll we'll get together soon. We'll talk about whatever's current. We'll uh, yeah, say maybe. Yeah, it's been a while since we've all been together and, and done one. And now now things by the time then we'll have hopefully two or three rounds of fixtures in under the belt, and we'll see where we're going. And uh, yeah, Lovely. I mean C- cups only have have to win the next twenty six games to to regain the title. So. <laughs> 22 games unbeaten as we speak. So, here we go. More of that. Keke, anyway, thank you very much. Where can people find you
0: on uh, on the old socials? You can find me on Twitter, at Keke Muleri, and you can follow the Finnish Football Show on Instagram, at Finnish underscore football underscore show.
1: And, uh, yeah, I'm at me on Twitter, and don't forget, if you're on Facebook, we have a Finnish Football Show group, um, pay, uh, a group for the fans and also a page where we'll be sharing bits and bobs. Um, yeah, come along to the group. It's always always good fun. Some, uh, some good nice bands. people in there, isn't it? Good <laughs> bands. Uh, I try to avoid that word. Yeah, I yeah. know.
0: <laughs> no, we have a laugh. We have a laugh. And, you know, there's a lot of people asking some, uh, some semi-serious questions as well. So, yeah, we try, and, we try and answer those as best as we can.
1: Yeah, I say it's nice. It's um it's kind of becoming a little bit of a meeting point for a lot of expats or um on non-native Finns getting together and chatting about various, say, clubs and where to go and things to do when you when you're doing a bit of the old football tourism. So it's uh, yeah, if you if you're looking at traveling over to Finland for a weekend or longer, then uh, yeah, pop in and one of us That's will it. be able to jump in and help you out.
0: Just before we go, Rich, I just want to mm. mention our friends at the um Palo Polo podcast. They've got uh mm. They've got Yoni Kalko talking to him today or mm. tomorrow. I think it is. Yeah, they're recording with our our mate Yoni Kalko. So for um for those of you who uh, understand the Finnish language, give them a follow and and, and wait for that episode because it um yeah it promises to be a good one. And uh, yeah, for those of you who are more of the English persuasion, you can uh, you can watch our our interview with uh, with Yoni that we did a little while ago on our. we you can catch up on the on the uh, on the. Podcast stream or um, or watch it over on YouTube, on our YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, all links will be put in the show notes. But uh have the <laughs> Keke, thank you very much, and we'll uh, we'll get together again soon.
0: Kitos, <laughs> na Muy, muy. You have been listening to the Finnish Football Show. You can find us online at FinnishFootballShow.com. Remember to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening or watching. You can follow the Finnish Football Show page and group on Facebook. And on Instagram. See the links in the episode description below. You can also connect with the four hosts on Twitter at Explore Finland, at at Escape to at Links to the Finnish football show merch stores are also in the episode description.